Good morning, and welcome to Bloomer Baptist Church. Thank you for watching this morning with us. It is a great privilege to be able to worship with each and every single one of you each Sunday morning. As we continue in our book series in the great book of Ephesians, in this smaller but no less great book series, In the Armor of God, please open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 20. As you turn, I would like to remind you of a valuable saying, God is good all the time, all the time, God is good. Would you say that with me? I will say the first part, you say the second. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. We should remind ourselves of this every day. Everything in this world seems to be going against us. Everything seems to want to draw us away from God. In fact, just this morning, the projectors were not working as we came in, and Satan loves those mishaps those malfunctions, because it takes our attention away from God, because we depend on so many other things besides God. There are many lures or temptations to follow, not God's ways, but the world's ways. We struggle with knowing what to trust, who to trust. Can we even trust ourselves? Can we trust in our emotions? Yes, there is a war going on all around us. We live in a world which lives in darkness and is given into their own fleshly, selfish, and sinful desires. God's word also tells us of this war which is going on around us. It sheds light on the battlefield for us to know how to rage war, what to carry into battle. We must use God's armor. Go into his armory. He wants to equip you, to equip you for war. We need the armor of God to fight in this war, for we do not battle against flesh and blood alone, but against the supernatural forces of evil, Satan and his schemes. We must have faith in God. Put on Christ. Put on faith in him and find all you need to deflect the temptations, the lures, and quench the flaming arrows of which Satan is flinging your way, shooting from afar like cruise missiles off a great ship. God's armor provides victory. Live a life of victory by living with faith in action. The big idea for today is simply this. God has designed Faithful living to make a difference in ourselves and the world around us. In the application, <clears throat> simple but hard, we must remain faithful. Keep standing. Stay in the fight. Please stand and follow along as I read from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 20, which states, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand firm, stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, which, which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. 
and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying at all times in the Spirit, which all prayer and supplication to that end. Keep alert with all perseverance. Making supplication for all the saints and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Paul states here in verse 16, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Today, we talk about this mighty, powerful, inspiring piece of scripture and equipment, the shield of faith. The shield of faith may be referred to as dependent living, for it is not faith in oneself which protects, but faith in another. Faith in Christ. Christ provides and protects life. Through him we are given life. Through him our life is protected for all of eternity. Through him we have security of life. As one commentator stated, Christ is both the door to salvation and the door that protects the believer from the enemy. And in John 10, we see a great picture of Christ being both the believer's salvation and security or protection from the enemy. Jesus says, I am the door. And by me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. John 10, 9. Jesus brings salvation. And we find this through faith, dependent living, faith in another, faith in Christ. Then we read on in this chapter 10 of John and find him saying, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Just as dependently living by faith in Christ brings salvation, dependently living by faith in him brings security. Our faith in Christ is what brings protection for eternal life. We are greatly blessed. In Matthew 28, Jesus tells us, And surely I am with you always to the end of the age. We are blessed. We are blessed so greatly. I was thinking this morning of all our material possessions, all our great blessings of this world. But none of it, none of it compares to the great blessing we know and have in the Lord. First John 4, 16 says, God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Psalm 34, 8 states, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Faith places our lives in the creator of the universe's hands and he is our refuge and he is good. All the time. Psalm 34, 8 again states, Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Faith is what it takes to take up the shield of God. It takes faith to stand behind the shield of all shields, the shield which may not only block all of Satan's arrows, darts, missiles, long-distance attacks, but also quench the fire which comes with them and prevent his attacks from spreading, wrecking havoc to all parts of your life. We must have faith. 
Face like Daniel in the lion's den. Face like David against Goliath. Face like Moses as he went up against Pharaoh and his armies and split the Red Sea. Face like the apostles proclaiming the gospel of Christ. Face like Paul. But let's move forward. Today, we talk about shields and faith and how these are related. Let's begin with this shield. There were two styles of shields generally spoke of or carried. One, a small round shield. Think Captain America type shield, but smaller. Think of a Frisbee type shield, but larger. Something in between. And this shield, it was great for maneuverability, for close combat, fighting with sword and shield. But it failed when it came to protecting the whole body against the larger schemes, the larger attacks. The second shield, the one Paul speaks of here, was a large door-like shield. The shield was large, rectangular, or oblong, possibly with rounded edges. And would protect the whole body from attack. It was like a door, approximately two and a half foot by four and a half to five foot tall. And it was the heaviest of the armor. Interesting fact also that this is the only piece of the armor which goes into greater detail of its protection level. Paul states the shield of face with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. It was with this shield that the soldier was protected against what could be considered the most dangerous attack by the enemy. The arrows shot from afar. One historic battle report goes as far as claiming that after battle, a soldier had counted no less than 250 arrows or darts in his shield. But there's more to the story, more details about the fight. The arrows of which the shield was blocking would often be flaming arrows. The arrows would be tipped in lead, dipped in pitch, and set ablaze before firing off at the enemy troops in hopes of not just causing damage to one area, but a damage which would spread afar. Like a wildfire catches not just one home ablaze, wrecking havoc on one's life, but entire neighborhoods, entire cities are caught on fire and destroyed. This is what these fiery darts or arrows were meant to do. This is also what Satan wants to do with his long-distance attacks, his schemes, his plans, his ploys are like fiery arrows or darts which attempt to not just wreck damage, wreck havoc in one area, but they attempt to spread the damage to all parts of life. This is why Satan loves to attack the family because it doesn't just affect one person's life, it affects the whole family, a whole community, a whole area. And therefore, this large rectangular shield would have several extra layers of protection. The shield had double layers of wood with oil-drenched leather, and it was bound with iron. The shield was designed to not just block the initial attack, but to prevent the fiery spread. Yes, Satan's attacks on our life are similar. They attempt to spread, but our shield of faith in God is total trust and in obedience to his word as truth protects and quenches, prevents the spread and control in the spread of his schemes. What is faith? Let's go from the shield to faith now. Before we move forward, let's answer this question. Webster's Dictionary defines faith as complete trust or confidence. 
One pastor answered this question, and in relation to the shield of faith, states this, it's acting like God's telling the truth, being obedient to God's view on the matter. Whatever temptations the devil fires at you, you can overcome by believing God's word and acting upon it. Acting in faith is like activating a divine fire extinguisher, Pastor Tony Evans states. Let me state that again. Acting in faith is like activating a divine fire extinguisher. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-4 states, For though we walk in the flesh, we're not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Let's move on to our faith, our shield, and move from historical to spiritual, from yesterday to today and to you. Satan is waging a war against God, God's plan, and God's people. But God will always be victorious. God does not leave us defenseless. Our faith is our great defense. And Satan uses things such as temptation to anger, lust, bitterness, greed, doubt, despair, or any of a hundred other emotional responses and Satan's arrows may come out of nowhere. We may start out the day confident, strong, happy. The day is going great, but suddenly, without notice, an arrow from Satan comes flying our way. And suddenly, we begin backsliding. Satan's attacks come in many different varieties, and they catch us off guard more than on guard with our shields up. Paul states in verse 16, In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all flaming darts of the evil one. God does not leave us defenseless. But we must take up the shield. And he does not say in some circumstances, but in all circumstances, to take up the shield. When writing his letter to the Philippians, Paul did not write rejoice in the Lord in the good things. And again, I will say rejoice. Instead, he wrote rejoice in the Lord always. For the, the heart of hearing, he repeats again, I say rejoice. The shield of faith is to be put up daily, always. Remember, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. And the shield of faith... Faith in Christ, faith in his promise, the shield of faith, faith in God and his sovereignty is all you need to deflect and put out the evil one's fiery attacks. We must call upon God for help in all times of life. Daily call upon him. Call on God for help in good times, bad times, every day, every moment. It's okay to admit we need help. We must admit to God we need help for we are dependent upon him. We have dependent living. We must cry out, Lord, I can't handle this on my own. Dr. J. Vernon McGee recounts struggles in his life. When a professor was drawing him away from God because of his lack of knowledge or unable to answer questions, Satan was trying to lure him away from God due to his own lack of knowledge. He states, when a fiery dart of Satan comes our way and we don't have the answers or solutions, we are to put up the shield of faith. He says, whenever Satan brings doubt and confusion into your life, Lift up the shield. Bat down the fiery darts. 
When the fiery arrows come flying into your life, luring you, tempting you into sinfulness, lift up the shield of faith. Remember God's promises. Bat down the flaming arrows before the sin can catch and spread in your life. Look up to God. Cry out for help. Remember his promises. Look to him for answers. I love that idea he gives you about when Satan's trying to attack, lift up the shield and bat it down. Bat it down. Bat the arrows down. Don't let them hit you. Don't let them start a blaze, start a fire. The enemy loves to shoot everything they have from afar, wreck havoc, and then come in with the ground troops to clean up, clear out, demolish what's left. Don't allow Satan to get this far. Put out the attack. Bat it down with the shield of faith. It's okay to admit that we don't always know the answer, know what to do, or have the strength to stand. But in him we have faith. In his strength we may stand. In faith in him we fight and do battle. Let's move forward here. Paul had total faith in Christ. He was obedient to God and trusted in him in all things. Our faith and total trust in God will deal with Satan's attacks. Walk with Christ. Be safe from temptation's control and spread your life. Walk with Christ. Allow God to be your shield. The writers of the Bible, inspired by God, often refer to God as our shield. Psalm 1830 states, This God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. Psalm 28.7 states, The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exalts and with my song I give thanks to him. Proverbs 35 states, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. We have a shield to protect us from Satan's attacks. Remember, God's armor provides victory. Living a life of victory is living with faith in action. Remember that big idea. God has designed faithful living to make a difference in ourselves and the world around us. Allow others to see our shield of faith in action. Remember the application. We must remain faithful, keep standing, stay in the fight. Declare the gospel. Live for Christ. Live for the mystery like Paul. Use the shield of faith. Use God's shield. Use Christ. Wow. What a great picture Paul created here. Faith is a shield. A shield guarding the believer against an invisible, powerful, supernatural, and evil force. But we must be careful with our faith. We must be sure to take faith seriously by always being obedient to God's word and ways. Just like Paul, we must have complete trustful obedience to the Lord in faith. Walk in Christ. We are justified by faith, must live by faith, by trustful obedience in faith to Jesus Christ in all things. Let's end with some comparisons this morning. Number one, the shield of the soldier would be large. Our faith in God must be large. Large to cover our whole life from any and all attacks. Number two, 
the shield of the soldier would be heavy. Our faith in God must also be heavy. Heavy so that the enemy cannot easily push it aside and find a way of attack, a way in, a way around. Number three, the shield of the soldier would be multi-layered. The faith of the Christian must be multi-layered and dependent upon another. The triune God, and not simply one promise, one truth, but the full truth of the whole word. Have dependent living. Number four, the shield of the soldier was taken up, held up in battle, and always with the soldier, ready and waiting when at war. The shield of faith for the Christian must also always be ready. Good days and bad days, good times and bad. Remember your faith in God. Hold it up. Stand up. Fight for your faith. Number five, finally. The shield of the soldier was often held up next to other soldiers' shields to form complete protection for an entire group and from every angle. Look at those pictures of Roman soldiers next to each other, guarding an entire group, some lifting it over, some lifting in front, some lifting on the side. The shield of the faith for the Christian must be used alongside our brothers and sisters in Christ. God has blessed us with his armor. God has blessed us with Christ. God has blessed us with one another. Pick up the armor. Trust in Christ. Pick up one another Stand in God's might. Be prepared and fight. Fight for his glory. Proclaim the gospel. Let's close in prayer and song now. Lord, we thank you for your might, for your strength, for your armor. Help us to pick it up every single day. Amen.